To express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Music gives a soul to the universe. Wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. Plato. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Walk charity, a top non-profit honored by GuideStar and great non-profits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who's volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top non-profit with a donation, please visit btsya.com. That's btsya.com. Every dollar counts and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stickshare, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. I'm British Kirthy, the Honourable Host for today's show. Salutations! Today's show is all about global music, the power of it, and how it affects us. Since I am very experienced, being a musical actress of course, you should be honoured to have me as your host, especially since I, to the dismay of the people of Luxembourg, have taken a break from the Luxembourgian entertainment industry. In segment two, I will talk to Kappa about her thoughts on music and how she's experienced it. In segment three, Kevin will be talking about the power couple that is AI and music. Right now, we have Milan. Take it away. Bye. Global music is music that is appreciated throughout, throughout the world. It includes various types of music and all types of genres of music are often used. There is music that people play at weddings. Global music is music that people share with friends and music they share on social media. I know when I go to Punjabi parties, we usually, usually dance to Bhangra music. It is really good music and has a cool dance to it. For my uncle's wedding, I danced at Bhangra music until 2 a.m. That's really cool, Milan. So why exactly is global music so great? Any music is great, but global music is a way for people that live thousands of miles away to connect. It is a language we share even if we don't understand each other. I know that I do not understand Korean, but I know a couple of years ago I was listening to K-pop a little bit with my cousin Kippa. Yes, I I definitely think that, especially in our in our 
present-day world. Like, global music has really become popularized. Even if we don't understand what the lyrics mean, we still enjoy it and we still have some way to connect with that culture. So what can we learn from global music? We can learn from global music about each other's culture and music taste and also the food and traditions. I love to watch global music videos so we can learn about places that I have not visited. I also like music from other countries. We can also learn that in other countries, there's good music like ours. How can teenagers promote and help spread global music? Through social media, and not just teenagers, but anyone, through social media and through broadcasting, we can introduce each other to our cultural music. This will help us build a better understanding for each other, appreciation for diversity, and it could be a lot more fun. So, what global music do you listen to? Tell me a bit about the global music that you are most familiar with. I'm a, I'm a familiar with, I'm familiar with a lot of them, I don't even know. Maybe like, from every, a bunch of countries like, Japanese, um, Indian, and a lot more. So how, how can music help us feel better? Music calms anxiety, it helps us relax, and sometimes it even helps us express our feelings. Sometimes we feel like a song is talking about us. I sit in my room and just listen to my music with my brother. Music to relax. My brother often listens to music when studying and when relaxing, I often see my parents listening to music. Global music is a is a very universal language. So you mentioned that you're familiar with Indian music. Are there any specific songs that you can say that you're the the, the favorite songs? I when I listen to them, I don't really know the I don't really know the title, but I still it's still really good. My yeah. When they play music. Yeah, most of the time when you don't understand the language, you don't know the name. But yeah, it's really nice to listen to global music. So make sure you stay tuned for our next segment where Kerpa will be sharing her thoughts on music. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community study at be the star you are.org. You can get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to Be The Star You Are. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. Today's show is all about global music. Right now we have Kappa talking about global music in the U.S. Take it away. What is global music? When I think of global music, I go straight to thinking like no international songs from like different languages such as like Korean, Punjabi, Chinese, all those different languages. But like an overall meaning of global music is just music of the world's cultures. Many languages have folk music or music they sing for different occasions such as weddings and birthdays. So, how many overall music genres are in the U.S. and internationally? There's no, like, particular number of how many there are, but constant, because constantly new genres are evolving or emerging. However, some estimates say that there are genres ranging from 50 to 1,300, including globally and the USA. Wow, that's a whole lot of music genres. What can music tell us about culture and society? Sometimes we can determine a person's mood or personality by the type of music they're listening to. Many singers and genres help construct self-images and provide models on how to behave, such as like, say maybe when your friend's down, you can maybe tell by the music you listen to if they're sad or if they're happy, if they're angry. Wow, I think that that's the really interesting thing about music, that even through, through a song, you can have so much communicated through so little. Even if it's like a pop song, which is like three minutes long, it's still going to communicate a lot of hidden messages that you really have to interpret it in your own way to actually understand what it's saying. So when actually did global music originate? The birth of global music can be dated back to 1982 to 1983. Companies, distributors, and stores such as, as well as journalists and broadcasters began to promote global music. African music was largely promoted at a time. Later in the 90s, the American trade magazine Billboard introduced many more cultures and their music. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to see how much of an impact global music has had on our lives as Americans and how popularized and globalized our the world is becoming and how how we can know so much about K-pop, but never actually being ever actually visiting Korea. So I think that music is one of the most powerful forms of communication. So we all know that the Grammy Awards are very prestigious in music, especially. So we know about the, it, the world music category. When exactly did the Grammy Awards introduce the world music category? The Grammy Awards introduced the world music category back in 1991. The National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences included a world music category to the Grammy Awards. Now many artists from different countries are able to be nominated for the Grammy Awards instead of just American artists. Yeah, I think that it's it's really wonderful that people from other countries and other parts of the world who don't who don't produce English language music but produce other languages like Getting a Grammy Award really brings to brings them to light, especially in the U.S. So, so they can have their 
the viewers and whoever they're entertaining could be from a more wider scope. More people from all over the world could be listening to their music. So I think that the global music category in the Grammy Awards really promotes globalization of global music. So why is global music of importance to this world? Music impacts our lives greatly by acting as an archive of the world's cultural evolution. Music can show many things about a person and can help many people too. Many people use music as a way to express themselves, show their personality, and many people also use it as a healing or coping tool. I personally myself use it sometimes when I'm sad or mad, I just go to music and I feel like it calms me down or makes me feel better. Music has the ability to bring people back to reality if they're kind of, you know, stuck in that mind space where, you know, they're just dazing off in, in their imagination. Yeah, just like you said before, you can really tell, like, if a person's happy or sad, you can tell the mood by the type of music that they listen to. Not only the mannerisms, but music itself is just a whole nother language. No matter what language the lyrics in, music, the fact that it's that those words are being put into a song, that song itself it's a whole different language, and I feel like it's kind of a universal language, something that everyone can understand. So, what are some popular international artists? Everyone has their own preference of music genre in comparison to others. For an example, me and my friends have very different music. Uh, one of my friends, like he likes listening to rap, and I like listening to pop music. Or, you know, kind of sometimes it just varies. But many people in America don't just listen to American artists. Many people expand their listening to international artists as well, such as Bad Bunny, Adele, and Sam Smith. Also, K-pop, Korean pop, is quite popular in America. And what fascinates me is how many of the international artists we hear, we just think, oh yeah, they're like American artists, like for Adele. I never knew that she was an international artist until like two weeks ago. I just learned that, oh, she's from London and she's from Europe. I thought she was always, you know, an American artist because that's where I hear her the most. Yes, exactly. Today is the day that I learned that Adele is not American. I also never knew that. I just learned that right now. So you mentioned many different genres and many different languages of global music. So what do you have any like specifically to you? Do you have any favorite global music pieces? For me, since I am Punjabi, I like to listen to some of my own cultural songs. And I listen, I kind of mix it in between, you know, I listen to rap, pop, you know, indie music, but then I'll bring in some Punjabi songs. So I feel like my music taste is very mixed in with others. So I don't really have a particular, but if I say out of most of the international, you know, non-American music, I feel like I listen to Punjabi the most. So... So, do you understand the lyrics of in, of the Punjabi music that you listen to? Like, if you don't understand them, then how do you how do you know the message that the song is conveying? It depends on the song, really. I don't fully understand it all the way because some words I haven't learned yet. But I kind of understand how the song is if I can tell by the melody or the tune, because if it's kind of a more of a slow song, I kind of interpret it as maybe you know maybe a slow love song or like a sad song, but I feel like if it's more upbeat, it's more like moving faster. I would think of it more as a happy song or a way to show happiness and express how that person's feeling at that moment. 
Yeah, just like you can tell just by the tune, no matter what language the song is in, you can kind of tell, tell, see, see what that song is communicating and the message that that song is conveying, even vaguely. Even if you don't know exactly what it's talking about, you can kind of tell from the tune. And you know, the tune part of a song is the music part. It's the musical part. So... So the fact that you can use music to decipher this song that you've actually don't know the meaning of the lyrics, I think that that's really powerful. That's really something unique to music. So unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. Make sure to visit our website at expressyourselfteenlady.com and make a donation to BTSYA. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. Before we start this segment, I am just going to say a disclaimer. I profusely apologize for segment 1 and segment 2 because British Cutie kidnapped me and she was hosting the show for those two segments, but I managed to break out of the closet she shoved me inside of. So, with the topic we have for today's show, Global Music, Kevin will be talking about AI and music with his segment, AI and Us. Hi everybody, I'm Kevin Chu. A Be This Fire Well reporter. My segment is AI and Us, which talks about how AI can and does affect our lives. Today, I'm going to discuss how AI plays an influence in global music and its dissemination. Global, global music, as you probably know, is quite a massive topic. It doesn't include just all genres, but all cultures as well. There's the American Beatles rock music, the Korean K pop bands, and every other series of sounds that releases dopamine in your brain. Each culture's music is different and unique, and not just because of the languages as well. For example, songs about heartbreak and love are quite prevalent in the U.S., but they may not be as popular in other countries. Instruments can vary heavily as well. I mean, I never even heard of a Zerna before writing this, and it's apparently very popular and well-known in Central Eurasia. However, even if you've never even been to a place before, or even on the same continent or hemisphere, you can easily hear that place's music. With the help of the internet and AI, you can download and switch between music of any nationality, language, and type on the fly, whether that be American rap or Swiss yodeling, if you're into that. Although, yodeling actually does sound pretty decent and done well, even if a bit odd outside the norm. Search up a video of it while we searching for this, and a guy named Francis Lang is actually pretty good at it. You should really watch it. I got a bit of topic, so wait, actually, wait a minute. I was, actually was on topic. This shows how much AI helps in the dissemination and distribution of music. Without AI, YouTube search engine would have recommended a video of Lang's excellent yodeling to me. 
sometimes my genius is is almost frightening. Okay, in all seriousness, Colin, in all seriousness, without AI, music would be genuinely difficult to listen to. While you would be able to search up specific songs and even genres, that's pretty much it. If you didn't know the specific name of the song you wanted, you'd be helpless, and even knowing the lyrics likely wouldn't help you much. Searching by genre would be even worse. It'd just be a massive list of songs worded by age. It'd be terribly inconvenient. Music would probably be abandoned by everyone, practically everybody except the most hardcore fans. And if you're Asian, your parents will probably beat you even harder than now if you told them you wanted to be a musician. Just kidding. Asian parents are perfectly nice and normal people. My mother is definitely not standing behind me with adult in hand right now. Nope. Perfectly normal parents. Seriously though, listening to music would be an awfully arduous process without AI searching process. Without it, you'd have to get personal recommendations directly from another person or just spend hours sifting through the massive list of music or genre. Listening to a small sample of each one before moving to the next. It would be a variable hell. It's hard to believe that just a century or two ago, people had to selectively handpick certain albums or songs they wanted out of the store. They could only really expand the selection of music through hearing about a band's hand or getting recommendations. Without AI to assist you back then, you were almost entirely in the dark about what songs you might like, forcing you to listen to a small set of songs on repeat fairly often until you were lucky and able to find, easily able to find what you liked. It was like looking through multiple small unsorted libraries for specific genre of books. You would probably be able to find what you wanted, but it wouldn't be easy nor all that rewarding. Moreover, you'd have to go from one library to the next for a new selection. That'd be terrible for me, as I detest the very idea of stepping outside of my home and hate shopping even more. If I had to choose between shopping and becoming Hitler right after the Battle of the Bulge, I'd choose playing Russian roulette with a revolver with six bullets. Well, actually, that's not that different from the second option if you really think about it. Anyhow, all the music-related issues that the primitive Neanderthals of the 18th and 1900s had to face now no longer exist. Nowadays, there are multiple apps like Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud that store a collection of nearly all recorded music, including pretty much every genre and actually you can think of. In addition, with the use of AI, music listeners are not able to just select what genre or type of music they want to get, listen to, and they'll be immediately shown songs that fit the bill. This makes it much more simpler and more convenient to acquire desired music. After that, oh, first you just tap your phone a few times and to carefully sift through a multitude of different songs and albums in the stores. In addition, AI also allows you to search for specific songs, even if you don't know the name and just miss some lyrics. While not a function you probably use often, it's definitely the most gratifying and dopamine-inducing thing to do when you succeed. Of course, you do need to know the lyrics enough to actually put them in. I struggle with this a lot when I was trying to find a song called They Are Loving Me by Abbott a few days ago. I get in the end, though, after a while, so I can't really complain. In addition, music has become much more widespread in not just its audience, but its producers as well. With the help of AI-powered tools like Autotune, while they don't exactly make you go singer right off the bat, the difference between using it and not is astounding. It can make somebody sound just a little better in average into a bonafide pro. It's not just the less talented artists that use it, but even the ones that are just to make their music a little bit better. Some famous artists that use it include Beyonce, Travis Scott, Kanye West, and many, many of the others. In addition, there's also artists that don't just use it to cover up their flaws, but as a unique gimmick. T-Pain, the one who popularized it in the first place, used it to create a unique-sounding voice for himself and creatively used it to make himself stand out. In addition, there are already projects in process to make AI singers and musicians that can record music completely on their own. There's even an instance where an AI managed to manage to create an album that was practically identical to the style of a band whose members had been dead for two decades, Nirvana. 
you see the extent that even long-time listeners could hear aspects in, attributed to individual, individual members of the band in the album. They have, forget about VTubes and AI artists, there's even going to be V musicians now. Next Generation isn't going to grow up knowing Beyonce Tears T-Pain, but Hatsune Goddamn YouTube is sequel. Every day, we stray further from God. Disregarding the fact that entertainment will become AI-dominated as time goes on, and human creativity will plummet, AI's uses don't only lie in just enhancing already core parts of our music and making it simpler, but also in adding entirely new aspects to music that would be impossible without AI. One of these possible new aspects is music or a soundtrack that changes based on the mood, like changing to an upbeat tone when you're feeling lethargic or relaxing tone when you're feeling particularly nervous or anxious. This is being explored and has already been implemented by apps like Endel. While it's quite novel and relatively unknown at this point in time, it's assuredly a factor that if developed while not revolutionizing listening to music, will make it much more enjoyable. If developed further, might even be like having your own personal theme song. Actually, I don't think I'd like that very much. My theme song will probably be circus music because I'm an absolute clown. I have both a god complex and an inferior code complex. You have a sky heat ego that will come crumbling down as light as gust. Having circus music being my theme song would be the perfect gust knocked over. Aside from those very special applications that I just mentioned, the much more common function is recommending music. For example, if you like rock music and listen to it a lot, going to be looking at new popular rock music. Same for any other genre of music you listen to. It's incredibly convenient for people like friends that share their interest in music, which is why I use it a lot. Even more convenient, though, are the already made playlists that you can get that are made by apps themselves. This is a lot of time and effort in finding songs you like, compiling them all into one playlist, and can really save you when you're both incredibly bored and extremely lazy. I'm speaking from personal experience. Either way, it doesn't just help the artists, but also the audience. It makes finding, playing, and compiling your music so much less of a chore than it used to be taking away all the more strenuous parts of listening to music and leaving just the beat. AI is amazing, terrifying, and admirable all at the same time for its endless possibilities and infinite uses. In the future, possibly the fairly near one, it's highly likely that almost every possibility will be able to be optimized with AI before you turn 40. Assuming you're a high school like me, it's highly likely society and the world will be an incredibly different place than it is right now. It's definitely interesting, but it's also just a bit scary. That's inevitable change, though. And if the world is going to change anyway, I'd rather change into a much more convenient one than one still plagued by the troubles we have today. Thanks for listening. Wow, Kevin, that is actually really interesting, like seeing how big of a role AI plays in music and how how even even the smallest parts of our lives that we think of insignificant, they're actually like really, really influenced by AI. And I will be sure to check out Mr. Lang's Swiss, uh, yeah, was it Swiss? Yes, Swiss yodeling. Swiss yodeling. I will be very sure to check out his yodeling, yodeling, whatever it is. So, you mentioned virtual musicians and singers before. Do you think that those will become popular, or will people reject them for being artificial and fake? Mm, I think that while this is like, there's a, there's going to be definitely going to be a few people that reject them. Because you know they're not actually re- they don't actually exist in reality. I feel like there's going to be a very large part of society that's going to actually quite pay them quite a lot. For example, VTubers are already really popular and are almost considered celebrities. And I actually read an article once that one in four high school boys actually still uh, actually do watch VTubers. So I feel that while, like I said before, while there's going to be a few people that are going to hate on them, it will select them extremely. There's also going to be many people that are still going to listen to them because of the content we produce. 
Yeah, I think that even like when AI creates art, like AI created art, it's really controversial in today's world. So there's definitely going to be people who reject virtual musicians in the future because there's so many people who reject like art, like kind of AI art because, well, yeah, kind it's kind of like they think that AI art is caught. It's like infringing on actual artists, right? And also like you can easily create something with AI that would take like hours and hours to do by hand. So some people could claim that you're not actually a real artist. So I think that this is kind of this is kind of the same thing. Like like people could claim that you're not the actual creator of this. You because you you're not an actual musician because you didn't work as hard to make the music. So there's been a slight controversy these days over AI art, as I mentioned before. So I want to see your input on it. So how might it replace human artists? Do you think that this is a valid worry that robot AI artists can replace us? That kind of, I think the kind of controversy these days is mostly said by people who don't usually use AR a lot. Because if you see, because if you try to like, it's fine if you're just using it to make like, cartoon drawing stuff like that but once you try to get into reality and genuine pictures and the AI is mostly good at it but honestly it's, it's terrible at faces i can't really show it it's run a radio but some of the some of the faces it creates are genuinely funny and just misshapen monsters and and in the future while that might change i still feel that um even if they do become better artists than humans it's it's uh, they won't replace actually human artists for example, like the best um, paintings, they aren't really, when people examine them, they just say uh, like, oh, this looks good because it has lots of colors and stuff like that. They talk about like how it's, about what the author meant, by, about what the artist meant by painting it, what they wanted to convey to people who looked at it, that kind of thing. So while artists may be able to draw, might be able to draw better than uh, artists who have practiced, human artists who have practiced for a long time in the future, they're probably, it's probably going to be a very, very long time until people will actually believe, until people, until AI will actually be able to put some sort of message to those paintings, and even longer for people to actually believe that there is some sort of message in them. So I don't think it's really a valid worry at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. So going back to our topic of global music and music, like another thing that's really controversial in the like music industry is like auto-tune. Like if, if a famous singer is caught using auto-tune, then people think that they're fake, that they're not actually singing and they want them to be authentic. So do you think that it's good? Because even if someone isn't completely, like isn't completely in tune, so if they, if they could just use auto-tune to make it easier, to sing, sing well. Do you think that it's good that tools like Autotune make it easier to become a singer than before? I think that, yeah, that's probably good. Because uh, before, even if you wanted to become a singer, if you just didn't have the right voice, you couldn't hit a higher tone, then you know, your genes would just be crushed. You wouldn't be able to do what you wanted, no matter how much you liked it. And only people who really had the good vocal cords could actually do it. And, but now with auto tune stuff like that, people who are passionate about singing and want to do it as a lifestyle and a job, e even if they don't have 
as good vocal cords or they just <clears throat> able to swing as well, they're still able to pursue that passion and are still able to survive off of it and aren't forced to just, you know, kill their dreams and work some sort of nine to five job that just kills their soul and think like that. So yeah, I think while it is valid that it it is a bit it well <clears throat> well it is a bit sad that, you know but it's a bit sad for singers that are more into vocal cords and that uh, just people with less talent and have been a bit less effort than them are able to become singers just like them. I think it's also I think it's overall better since now that people who are even, who are who are still passionate about music but you know instead aren't born with my talent can still pursue that passion as well and make music a more open industry for all. Yeah, because like a large vocal range is something that like you kind of have to be born with or you have to like develop from a really young age and most people don't have it. So yeah, sometimes it can be good that tools like autotune can be make it easier. But I think a lot of the controversy with AI art and autotune is that you can you you have to work so hard to do all of this using your own brain, but using AI, it just takes like a few minutes or a few seconds. Like it doesn't take it doesn't take as much hard work. So I think that's why people don't really like it. So what do you think about that? Do you think that it's bad that tools like Auto Tune, like people have to work so hard to expand? to like expand the vocal range like and a lot of singles are actually really uh famous because of the high vocal range like Ariana Grande even she has a four octave vocal range vocal range which is one octave higher than the normal vocal range so like sometimes you can hear those recordings of her in live concerts like going so high that she sounds like a little like an itty bitty little mouse so like a lot of singles have become have become really famous because of that skill. Do you think that that is a valid concern that that these people work so hard to get these big vocal ranges, but auto-tune can just make you automatically hit these notes? Do you think that that's a problem? Mm, well, that might be a very valid problem in the future. That's going to be an incredibly distant future. Because unless autotune and autotunes like it are developed to, are just solely focused on and developed to the point where they can just completely replace humans, then at that point, AI and musicians and stuff like that will probably replace humans anyway. Because why bother making? Because if you're just gonna if you make an art an AI be able to assist the human so well, that's gonna be able to sing it, that pretty much the human doesn't have to do anything and can just fix it for them. They might as well just have an AI artist. And for today. While Autotune and Autotune's like it and AI are, are really good tools that can really boost you, it's only just a boost. And no matter how, and if you put, and there's going, still going to be a very, very large difference between people who do put in work and people who don't put in the work. So do you think that AI can have the same talent as an actual person? Like using autotune. Do you like autotune of course like in the present day like some people even like tease it. Like it it makes your voice sound really garbled and like really weird. Like it makes it sound like a robot is singing. So do you think as technology progresses like like right now an autotune voice does not have the same effect on a person as an actual voice does. So do you think that that like this this can this like 
um, this artificial voice that an auto-tune makes, it can actually have the same effect as an as a human voice. Like, can it be? Can AI be as talented as a human when it comes to music? Mm, well, for yeah, I don't think the word talent exists. I think it's more just a state of you can do it or you can't. And if an AI is, uh, I guess, trained and probably focused towards and developed towards solely towards singing, then I think that de- yes, definitely in the future, AI can definitely have greater talent. You can have as much or even greater talent than humans. And as a concern, and as for the voice. Well, I think that might also just be unique on its own. In addition, our voice isn't really unique. It's just this production of, you know, our vocal cords. And if and if more studies done into the human body, we could probably even replicate those and just make mechanical versions of those so that even robots can sound realistic and have the same voices as humans. So, like, uh, this is kind of an existential question, so I don't really expect you to have, like an expert answer to this but like so basically people are saying that robots are taking our jobs and like it's it's considered that the only thing ai can't take is creative creative expression like art or music so since you have shown us a way that ai can actually actually like really really express this kind of stuff express not really emotions but kind of have the same talent as a human has like potentially in the future it could so how like how would you think like do you think that ai could be so powerful that it would it could completely take over the the music industry and then like all of us would lose our jobs and like universal basic income i think it's ubi universal basic income i think that's what it is like that would have to be implemented and like nobody would have a job and robots would be doing everything do you think that that's a possible reality like when it comes to the music industry i think yes it is quite possible if features is done at the level and yeah but i don't think it's too realistic because I don't think people are just going to stand by and watch his jobs be taken. And I don't think, and because people aren't just going to be happy sitting at home. And I do think, and for creativity part, I do think that people, that a robots, what in the future, once enough research is done in the human brain and stuff like that, that they definitely will be able to, you know, have creativity as well. Because creativity really is just, is just something, it just stems from the brain. And the brain is just an organ. And, and while, and there's even, it's even mechanical hearts and stuff like that coming out now that are, I forgot what they're called, but they sort of, is it a pacemaker or pacekeeper? I don't know what they're called, but they're able to sort of, I think they're able to control like the heartbeats. I'm not really sure what they're called, but in essence, there's already sort of just mechanical or fake organs already being used now. And to be honest, the human brain today, the human brain is already being mapped out um, the current age. So while it is a bit of a sad and a worrying thought that we might be replaced, it is very possible since in reality we're all just a tower of flesh, blood, and bone. Yeah, it's really fascinating how technology has become so powerful that even like even you can maybe even create a whole human replica out of it. Like I'm sure in the future that will happen because like an 
like an artificial human created device like the pacemaker that can be so that can help the heart literally beat that's actually really cool once you think about it so like the dominance of technology over our lives it can be both good and bad but as you said it's like kind of unrealistic of robots taking our jobs and like us having to get universal basic income it's kind of unrealistic because people aren't going to stand around and watch robots take their jobs they're gonna speak up so so going back to our show's topic of global music how do you know like how this ai kind of auto-tune virtual singles kind of thingy like how has that been implemented into global music have has it been like created in other countries and implemented into that music before being implemented into american music do you know like I haven't really checked. I haven't. No, not really. I haven't really researched how yes, it's spread around the globe or stuff like that. No. Well, how? No. How? Like, how would you think it would would have spread around the globe? Do you think that global music would have also used auto tune and stuff like this? Like, I'm sure that music in other languages uses auto tune. So, do you? Let's 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 have it like this. Do you know any foreign music industry that uses auto tune? Mm, non specific, but I imagine that uh, there would be few music industries that do because I don't think they just that such a useful tool just you know not be used. Yeah, well, I'm sure that the music, like the Indian music industry, definitely uses auto tune, and I'm sure a lot other industries do because auto tune just kind of makes it a whole lot easier to sing and hit those high notes and be perfectly in tune. Like it's only tempting for a singer to like virtually be able to collect all of the flaws. Not they don't have to collect it themselves. But if they just take this AI thingamajig and like do a bunch of tech stuff and like they can manually fix the notes and hit those high notes without having to like do vocal exercises and expand the vocal range. And, you know, most of the time that's fairly slow, like expanding your vocal range. So, yeah, it is kind of tempting. It's probably definitely like really implemented into global music industries too. So let's just talk about global music. So like, what do you have any um, like global music industries that you are familiar with? Uh, I'm not really too familiar with music itself, really. I do listen to it a lot, but I'm not really too familiar with the music industry itself. Um, Huh. Well, yeah, I think that I think that even even if you don't know any specific songs or if you don't have a favorite like global song, like you probably have heard of K-pop and like and um like I think other music in other languages, like European music and like so many other things. So, like I think that even if we don't really indulge in it, Global music has really become a popular and like a common daily, everyday life kind of thing in our society. So unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Still You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Josh.
Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit bethestarur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Music is one of the most powerful methods of communication, and global music can help us communicate the traditions and cultures of different people. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself